Friends don't let friends do hot topic. Well, I've been in there quite a bit. I mean, honestly, I've bought quite a bit of shit in there. But that song definitely sounds like something you would hear like in that store. What's going on, nerds? This is Mike and Bill, of course. What's up, y'all? Uh, and this is the Comic Zone. Talking MCU Phase 4. Yeah, so... It's been a long ride. Two years it has been a long one it kind of well how long did the first phase go like the original first phase i i don't know i was just looking at phase four phase four started with wandavision in 2021 uh-huh. and then just ended with wakanda forever or possibly if you included the um uh holiday episode of guardians, guardians. of the galaxy is that which part i of don't it too? I think that's an add-on. I don't think we kind of there. As far as what I'd like to discuss today, I I don't think it counts, and I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it either, so So I don't. So there you go. There might be something in there that they they kidnap Kevin Bacon. Well, I know that. I think everybody knew that. That was in the trailer. Yeah, that's a. But maybe, okay, maybe it is just a fun thing. Like I said, like we both said, we haven't seen it yet. Shame on us. But there are a few other extras too. Um, overall there were, I, I kind of looked at the different numbers cause it's kind of staggering. If you step back and look at it again in two years, they've recorded over 52 hours of video, whether that was a movie or like a, a streaming show. And that's like almost, if you look at the complete MCU catalog, that's only, it's like 48%. So they've almost done half in this phase what they have in the prior three phrase. Just looking at like minutes, hours of content. Oh, so yeah. Uh, so there's so there's way more to this phase than any other by a long shot. That's crazy. So and I think really if you look at it, it's the addition of the incorporated Disney Plus shows that accompany it because they have. Yeah. Usually about six to nine episodes per series. I think the shows totally are the reason for that. I and mean, because if you cut out each show and just did how many movies were there? Uh, seven. Okay. Seven movies and eight series. And that how, doesn't include the add ons that we were just How many movies about. were in the first phase? You had Iron Man, um, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man 2. Yeah, I was uh, pulling up a lot of good numbers. There was a lifehacker.com story. Uh, where it had all this cool stuff on there. Uh, so this might have been a normal phase if it would have been just movies. Pretty close. I'd say on par. But the, sh- the shows just like put it just way above. And you know what's funny is I feel like people are bitching about this phase more than any other. Absolutely. And it, I mean, we're getting so much. And maybe it, all of it's not like... I think exactly what we would hope it would be, or it's like maybe not the CGI is lacking, or you know what I mean. But and I think we're you, getting so much, it's kind of shitty to bitch about it, especially coming from where we came from, like when growing up and whatever. Yeah, when it was like nothing. You're lucky if you got one a year. Yeah, if or not. every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so like have- getting one Spider-Man movie was like a big deal back then and now yeah. we're getting like so many superhero movies 
uh, not just the MCU, but like everywhere, everywhere. It's everywhere. The boys, Invincible. So I think it's kind of a shitty thing to like, but I think it's people being too spoiled. Like if it went away tomorrow, everybody would remember everything fondly. You know what I'm saying? And I think if you step back and look at both history and the industry, as far as that COVID happened right in the middle, most movies just as a simple Google search take four to five years to produce from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So all of these things that we've been watching have probably been in the works for at least four years. And we're affected by, and in COVID, so COVID fucked everything. Every single one has a put an effect on every single one of these without a doubt. Right. And also phase four started with Disney plus push right during, you know, kind of the, I believe, yeah, in the middle of, COVID, if I'm not mistaken, COVID hit in March of 2020. WandaVision was 2021. Um, so people were captive, if you will, and had a lot of time to watch. So that's really when you saw the media, the streaming wars kind of start, all these different oh, yeah. really pushing out. So they put the best of their best at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If? I mean... Right out of the gate, we those were are the first. Those were the first four. Those and then and that shit. Every one of those were great. Yeah, like every single one of those shows was great. Then you get into stuff like so. Right then, I think at that point in time, that's when COVID really started having more of an effect on CGI. Plus, at the same time, the industry was pushing more and more and more. They couldn't get enough content out there. Plus, we were getting a bunch of Star Wars at the same time. Mm-hmm. You well, know. that you know, Disney Plus owning many franchises like that—that's how they are able to kind of kick Netflix in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they had more than just Netflix too, but well, it's like all very tried and tested content, so they couldn't almost couldn't fail with like the Disney Plus thing, um, and actually go up against somebody like Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. And come out maybe on top in that scenario. The only thing that Netflix and Hulu have over something like uh, Disney Plus is a wider range of content. It's like you know what you're getting into when you go to Disney Plus. You're either watching Star Wars, MCU shit, or like, you know, Disney movies and whatever. Like it's not Natural Geographic too, a little bit. Okay, but like that's more niche. Yeah, I mean, you go to Netflix, you're getting conspiracy documentaries, murders. Yeah, like you got serial killer documentaries, and then you can go watch the toys that made us, or you know, something like that. Like Wednesday. So, yeah, you've been talking about that a lot. I think yeah. you're in love, huh? With Tim Burton, absolutely. Not with her. Well, I, you know, she's a little girl, and I'm a married man, so. Uh. You know, I all I saw was like the dance scene. So them at like prom or whatever it was. It was like yeah, their monster version of prom. Uh, well, it seemed like to me that she was the only, like everyone else was dancing very much the same, and it was a scene to meant to point out how everyone, completely different she is. Everyone was wearing white except for her. Yep, and. And dancing very robotically and all the the same. Mm. And she's the only one. But she's a really good fucking dancer, though. Yeah. Like, that show looks pretty good. I'll have to check it out. 
we'll, we we'll should do it. We'll do an episode one day. Yeah. But also going back to Netflix, as far as like the hours of, of kind of video or content, the uh, MCU had a total of 108 hours. So if you watched it nonstop, it would take you like four and a half days. If you binged watch everything in the MCU without sleep, without any, without a stop in four days, four and a half days. But the Defenders series on Netflix, which includes Punisher, Daredevil, uh, um, was it Electra? No. Um, you know, that show should have been so much better than it was. Like- 144 hours. So there's more content in those Netflix shows than there was the complete MCU. Those uh, those shows were longer though. They they did. I think that was like also each their season. Problem. Each season was way longer. How many episodes were in a season? You know. I think that was their uh, virtue and their vice. They thought they had they had as much time as they wanted to to tell the story, but they that was also their problem. They had so much time to tell the story that it wasn't condensed enough to keep people binging as much. I would have been more interested. That was the balance. I thought. Okay. Yeah. I. I would have been more interested in like the defenders if we hadn't been fighting the hand again. Like can we fucking do something else? I'm I was getting so tired of them fighting the hands after what four seasons of Daredevil uh you know but even in the comic uh, he's uh, still just, fighting him. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> over it. Give him yeah. somebody else to fight. And I like I get that he they did uh kingpin and that's great and like he's been brought over too and like i think great things came from all that Mm -hmm. but yeah that the defenders actually pissed me off like that show pissed me off and i was just like really like this is what we're doing we watched daredevil already beat these guys uh by himself but now we need a whole fucking team to do it. Like, why can't we give them an actual supervillain to fight? Yeah. Uh, that show pissed me off so that, much. Because that was the only villain they owned the rights to. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that. But And then also the, the, the Iron Fist shit was just trash. I liked it. I didn't like the guy. I it should have been someone else. I just didn't like the guy they picked for him. I never knew that character before that, so that was the introduction to um, Iron Fist and Andy Danny Rand. Danny, well, uh, what was it, what's the character's name? Yeah, Danny Rand. Danny Rand. I think so, something like that. And so I liked him. I didn't have any issues. I enjoyed it. Um, it got a bit long in the tooth towards the end, especially towards the Defenders. It stuff. was one of the better looking of the shows. I remember. Luke Cage being very cheesy. What and I like that just the fight scenes in it were very shitty. What I thought was extra compelling about Luke Cage was the like all black cast and the music and the soundtrack and the cultural references they put on there were like over the top. What and it was a very small you, you think easily, it was too much? No, I think it over in a good way. It was, I I mean, it was perfect, but I think to a lot of the audience, that detail would have been missed. Like, you know, honestly, that's where I've fell in love with one of my favorite now favorite guitar players, Gary Clark Jr. Cause he was in the episode performing. Mm. So that like stuck in my head, you know, they're having like the dynamic power battle back and forth and he's on the stage playing, playing a song. I can't remember 
I mean, that's, I mean, we're a little out of phase four right now. So, yeah, we're way out of phase four. But um, I think I liked Luke Cage. I think I liked all those shows individually. I didn't necessarily hate Iron Fist. I just didn't like the guy they picked yeah. to play him. Um, so the interesting thing. But, well, um, I just really hated the Defenders. I thought that show, I was so excited for it. And it let me down immensely. Like, I fucking could not stand it. I'm like, you fucking gotta be kidding. We gotta fight ninjas again. Like, no, you had a be. huge opportunity to do some, like... So, but now not, that they're part of the MCU, quite... the hand's gonna be back. Okay, well, <laughs> I fucking hope not. Because they'll fucking... Time. Or are they yeah, gonna dude. be... Let's get let's get back to the the, the phase four here because uh, we're probably calling up uh, calling up. Going to talk to a few different people here in a little while. Chelsea's coming on. Sean. Yep. Um. And uh, so we'll call Chelsea here in about ten minutes. But uh, and then you know, there's also some extras that we talked about before as far as MCU that aren't part of the phase. I think like the holiday the Guardians. Holiday, there's also Werewolf by Night, which was kind of their unofficial Halloween show. That wasn't... Okay, it was like an hour long. Doesn't that count? Off, one off. It's, one got, off. it's kind of still got to count, even if it doesn't like tie into anything, right? It was in the same phase. I think it's an honorable mention, um, just as, you know, the... You got to think of them. Just like, as all of the Netflix ones are mentioned is here as well, are worth mentioning because Disney now owns the rights to all of those shows, and Daredevil is... In the which, MCU. Which we have seen him uh, multiple times yeah. now. So, I mean, I think that is worth mentioning those Netflix shows just by that very reason as far as honorable mentions. That they're actually a part of it, and mm-hmm. that happened in this phase. So, And Inhumans was as well, but I think that was a Sony picture. I'm well, not we sure. Don't, the, really, the only ones that have been brought in so far is Dare, uh, Daredevil. I mean, they haven't officially brought in jessica jones or luke cage and i or punisher or punisher i mean but there's, i think there's a punisher something in the works isn't there there's yeah they're they're starting to tease that i believe all right well as long as they keep they keep uh what's his josh brolin or no is it the dude from no. walking dead i don't know yeah what yeah. the fuck is his name i always forget his name anyway uh no john Burnthal. Isn't it? Sure. I think that's I his name. Know. I'll go with it. Um, but as long as they keep him and they keep it like hardcore and rated R, like Deadpool, we're good. But just don't don't, don't tone it down and make him fucking cheesy and like Don't Disneyfy Disneyfy. Yeah, they need to just not fuck around and keep it the same. That's the other important that's thing a, to that's note hard, about. That's hard about I mean, because they already Disneyfied daredevil like that show was dark and gritty and hardcore and just what we've seen yeah from what we've seen so far he's kind of been toned down quite a bit so i would be interested li- to see a daredevil disney show i think it's a little too early to tell just by what shows he was in um we could talk about she hulk in a little bit but right I don't know if we want to go through these kind of chronologically. Yeah, we should or... like just go through order. It'll be easier that way. But um, so 
we just mentioned the phase four kicked off. And I think Let's, before we get into phase four, the important thing to note is Disney. This is where Disney really has creative reigns of this whole Marvel project. Uh-huh. Obviously, there's a few exceptions with, um, you know, Spider-Man and Sony, but they're still kind of, I, I think Spider-Way, No Way Home is a part of the MCU and is critically linked. Uh-huh. Um, so it is Disney Plus owned, but there are still some other factors too, just as we mentioned. Netflix is that movie on out. Disney Plus? That's a good question. <clears throat> I want to I, I I say, say none of the Spider-Man shit was on there last time I looked, but maybe it's changed. It, it Yeah, it's a never-changing landscape there. But, you know, it kicked off with some really good points. Uh, right, should, so should we get Chelsea on here? Or what, do, what were you uh, going to say? Well, just real quick, let's start with the t- start at the top. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. What did you think of WandaVision starting out? I was confused at first um, just because the different styles and it kind of changed each one. But once I kind of understood what it was about and overall from start to beginning, I thought it was a great show that did things a little different. It was just the storytelling. And, you know, by the end of the day, by the end of the thing, it was a great show. I Um, think it was a smart move to do things a little like change the aesthetic of the show mm -hmm. and be like, because if you keep doing it, the same look, the same, it's all the same. And like, so I think it was a good move to uh, change it up in that way and then make it confusing at first. And then it made like, it started out as a very surreal, like trippy, like you're just like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And but then it all makes sense by the end, and it's like very badass too, because then it leads into things later with Wanda and you know multiverse, d- multi- of, madness. multiverse of madness, and now we don't even know if she's alive or dead, you know. So I think that was a fucking great show, and probably. I'm glad that she didn't get her own movie up to that point because then it gave us, I think that was the best possible. She had more content. She had more screen time and development because she got the show rather than a movie. Right. Well, and then, then goes that, gave her, that gave her time to develop more as an actress. And you, looking at her in Age of Ultron compared to now, she's like so much better. You know what I mean? She was kind of corny yeah. at that fucking weird ass Russian accent. You know, that she was clearly faking. You know, it was just not good. She wasn't that great of an actress, but she has developed big time Yeah. since then. Uh, what were you going to say? And then we should call Chelsea. So, um, yes, then we got Falcon Winter Soldier, which was just a great action movie, action comic show with, you know, sidekicks and that were kind of had the comedic relief. It was the right balance. Another kind of A-plus show coming right out of the gate. Right. Um, and then... Dude, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think that might be... Fuck. That that was so good. Yeah. Like, just Wanda, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki. I mean, all of those are equally great, it, but in their own ways. Yeah. And then Loki kind of had that other... The time travel, that back to the surreal magic kind of aspects or just like yeah it's just into like shit that's not recognizable like jumping through dimensions in the multiverse and then you go to very 
mundane things, like saying that with quotations, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and it's still exciting and great. Yeah. Like, you don't have, like, it's, so I like about this is that they're really leaning into the separate aspects of the MCU now. So you have the more mundane, earthly, street-level stuff, or just, like, normal superhero shit. Then you have the Doctor Strange, fucking magical, mystical, crazy shit with Wanda in the mix there. And then you have your cosmic stuff, too. Yeah. With Guardians of the Galaxy. Eternals. Yep. So, and I guess Shang-Chi's into that more, he's kind of... More mystic. The mystical Mystic side. magic. Right. Um, Should we call Chelsea? And especially as we start to talk about Loki, I think it is time that we call Chelsea. Oh, uh, true that. I think. So, yeah, we as, as we start to talk about Loki, we've got to call in Chelsea here to talk about the phase four. What's going on? Oh, you know, just chilling it with the doggo. She she finally, you know, took a nap. So yay. Yep. Um, she's been on a couple of our Dragonese Balls episodes. Chelsea is officially joined the crew there. So it's four I of us. Sure <laughs> it's four of us on Dragonese Balls now, which is great. Um It's been so, a lot of fun. So like Bill was saying, we jumped around we were talking about uh, the beginning of Phase 4, we got over WandaVision. We're talking Falcon and Winter Soldier and, of course, Loki. Um, right, obviously. Um, so what did, what did you want to ask? Well, I was just thinking before we... That's just the segue as we get, bring you in here. But overall, looking at Phase 4, um, just kind of know where you're... What's your favorite spots where now it started with WandaVision all the way into Wakanda forever. So that's two whole years worth of movies and TV shows. Um, and it's definitely had its ups and downs uh, for you. What have been your favorite points of, of phase four? Definitely the TV shows, you know, I was, I was actually looking at phase four earlier. Um, I still haven't seen black Panther yet. Hopefully going to see that this weekend. So um We'll kind of see how my perspective changes uh, once I've seen that. But um, as far as the phase goes, the show's definitely won out for me over the films by far. I thought they were much better, you know, just in their content, in their characters, um, just, you know, even some of the stuff that happens. Uh, definitely, it wasn't my most favorite phase, that's for sure. <laughs> There's a lot more content of the shows versus the movies too. If you look at the movies, there's only about 16 hours worth of content, which, which the shows had about 36 hours. So we got a lot well, more yeah, meat and bones of everything uh, coming. Other than Loki though, uh, because we know that'll be your top pick most likely right, when course. it comes here. What was stand out to you, especially in those like earlier shows, or do you think it started strong and like kind of petered out near the end or how do you feel about just the flow of the phase altogether? So, I mean, as far as the shows go, um, I definitely thought it started out very strong. Like I adored WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki. Like I just loved all three of them. I thought, they were great. Um, you know, I loved where they were, you know, kind of taking the story. And then, of course, we got into the what if, which is one of my absolute favorites. I yeah, adore it. Show. Loved the show. 
And we are getting but, a know, season I love two. The comics. I'm super excited about that. I'm glad that they're giving us a second season of it. I, I definitely want more. It was not enough. And I would love to see them, you know, even address, you know, like, what if Punisher became Captain America or what if Doctor Doom? I think Doom, they did that in know, the comics. Became... Yeah. Didn't they? They do to have it in a comic. I have that one. <laughs> Duh, that sounds badass. What if Punisher became yeah, Venom? Yeah, so I would like to see them. Venomized yeah, I'd like Punisher. to see them use kind of different characters than just who we have in the MCU right now. But I did. I really loved that. Hawkeye was okay for me. The best part of it was that they introduced Kingpin and it was like, hell yeah, Daredevil. Like that was, yeah. that was the best part of that show. For oh yeah. Me. And then that led, um, and that show season ended right as No Way Home came where we confirmed Daredevil is in the MCU. Didn't Hawkeye? Exactly. Hawkeye happened around this time last year, didn't it? Christmas, yeah. Uh, uh, November. Yeah, I think the episode, didn't the episode come out literally the day before Spider-Man? The last episode it did, was, yeah. I think it uh, was. Yeah, because that's when they showed Kingpin and it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and wasn't Hawkeye happening at the same time as... Um, so, like, at the end of Spider-Man, right? Or no? Or was that... Uh, I remember that giant Christmas tree... That was the being season in two, finale. No, I that was in yeah, the show, not, but it was in another movie or show. I just can't remember which one. I believe it was Hawkeye, because Hawkeye was happening... No, it happened Christmas in... Time. I'm saying, yeah, it happened in Hawkeye, the big tree in the middle, in like, in the middle of the city. But there was... um. Another show where it, it, sh- it showed that. I think it was... Shang-Chi? Ah, fuck, I don't that know, That was in dude. September. Eternals was November. No Way Home was December. I just know they're happening um, in Chrono- Moon, Moon Knight. No, that was March. Um, I mean, it's the. I think that's a tree at Rockefeller Center, so it's a very... It, it was, if it was New York, was it New York? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's Hell's Kitchen. Um, but... I can't... Yeah, I can't remember unfortunately but yeah neither can i, I multiverse of madness right. <laughs> well like we said it's been two years you know and it I, has been two years of a lot of stuff uh, yeah and i've only watched uh each one of these things probably once so same except for loki i watched through i want to say four times <laughs> really yeah. that was a really good show though yeah it was, and each time a new episode came out, I would watch the ones before it again because that one to me had so much information you were trying to process with the TVA that I was consistently, you know, trying to remember what had happened previously and really, um, you know, pay close attention and get a good feel for what was happening. Yeah, and the end of the show too, you know, Loki running into... Uh... Agent Mor- Morbius, was that his name? Okay. I no, think so. No, the, what the, was the, Owen Wilson was... Owen Wilson's name. What was his... Yeah, Morbius. Mor- 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 I, I, I was... Yeah. I thought it was Mobius. Mobius. Yeah, yeah, there, there you, you go. Because uh, he wants a jet ski. Well, him he running does, in... and I really hope they give him his fucking jet well, ski. Well, th- them <laughs> fucking shit up, and then him running into him and the other, that one chick, and they didn't... And they don't know who he is. Yeah, he so he 
doesn't even know where he is in the multiverse now. And the giant statue yeah, of so Kang. Yeah, so we have no idea yeah, where he is. Uh, which, you know, before we um, go to... Like, so I know as this year's been going on and, like, while we've been doing this, we've discussed a lot, especially with you, Chelsea, um, just, like, where the MCU's going and everybody was really yep. not sure about the whole Kang thing are you like a little more happy that you're getting more confirmation on like where this is going I am um like I said I you know I haven't seen Black Panther yet so uh, you know I don't know what they've added in but even from just watching the uh the trailer for Ant-Man that had that looks so good excited like that has gotten me more stoked now for where you know we're going in the mcu i feel like they tried to do a lot of giving us like the bits and pieces of the multiverse and to me the only ones that did it well was loki and then of course spider-man but that was more for the fans than anything you know so i'm just i need more multiversal shit you know like i just i need something concrete i need to know what the big plan is like what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah and we didn't get much in as far as with ant-man we didn't get anything new as far as uh kangos in black panther there was more in the ant-man trailers kind of what where I we assumed. got i hadn't really heard any like oh this is where it's going you know just kind of that it was you know a good movie and you know i'm sure is introducing more characters into it you know that we'll be getting and because pretty much what this phase has been doing is just introductions out the ass. <laughs> it's true. because, And I also feel like we've been a little bit of guinea pigs as far as, all right, who's going to make it? Who are the true fan favorites? Who can we sell the most? True. And, and, and um, you know, such as like, you know, Moon Knight or Miss um, Marvel. Great. Um, I thought so, too. It had its it's had its slow parts, but I think it did have some really good, solid episodes too. Like when they were in that kind of death ship in the very surreal part, that was one of my favorite. Well, it seems like a lot I of these the these shows start on a slow burn, and then you know, the fuse picks up, you know, at the midway point, and that's when the, these shows start getting really good. You know what I mean? It's like each one well, of these. They kind of have to start as a slow burn to yeah, get for us sure. into who these people are and what their what their whole thing is, you know. Well, I'm talking more just like Wandavision, uh, just those fir- those are those original those first three shows. Mm. All were kind of like that, you know. And then Moon Knight is kind of the same way. It was kind of slow, and like you're just like, what are we doing here? And I think, well, I think if we step back to the first three, I think Disney had to put 100% effort into every little ounce of it because that was when they were launching. That's when they hook you. And that's when they were also in COVID. So there was a demand and the audience for this product, both at the same time. So it was the perfect storm for them. So they needed to put the best of the best there. Yeah. Then once we're all hooked, we're once we're already subscribed, all right, keep cranking it out. And I think that's when, you know, a lot of the, the CGI out. stuff and all that some comes to question is because they just needed to crank out so much for it to try to meet that demand. So you talking like She-Hulk then? Um, a little bit. And I didn't really have an issue with too much of the CGI and She-Hulk. 
Um, I didn't really either, to be honest. Except I, for, I, except I for the very end deal. with the uh, the uh, when uh, Hulk's son appeared. What the hell was going on oh with his head? Oh, my God. I mean, that his, was... His head and his hair. And I just, don't remember. Was it, was, it was... But anyways, that wasn't my issue with She-Hulk, but we'll, we'll get there later. Right. I was going to say, there's other issues that I have with that show and some of them, but... So... The CGI is definitely not part of it. <laughs> uh, well, so to draw... What can we draw from this, Chelsea? Uh, this conversation? Like, are you... So right now, you are hopeful... Uh, yet still a little apprehensive, but not quite as much as before. Is that yeah, accurate? That's what I would say, yeah, most definitely. Like I said, watching, like seeing the Ant-Man trailer really got my hopes up and was like, okay, like, yeah, it looks this badass. is like the push that we're getting that's going to start moving, that me, move- feel, you know, into some sort of direction. I just need, I don't, I'm not asking for much. I just want a little bit of like why I've been wasting my time in phase four with all this crap. <laughs> no, I think you you're, you hit it right on the head as far as a lot of the frustrations go is that lack of direction. And even I think going back to something else, you said that the sh- you enjoy the shows a lot better than the movies and me. And I'm just looking at the list of shows in the movies and they shows were so much better, especially when you talk about, talk about those first three or four, uh, you know, from Wanda falcon loki what if we're all very solid i don't know if they're i don't know if i agree with that but then as far as the movies go we haven't gone over just a quick rundown we had black widow shang chi eternals no way home multiverse of madness thor and then wakanda forever it's not a bad lineup dude i think that's a good lineup of movies but i really only like i'll say two and a half out of that whole list of movies honestly what Really, it, I know, I know. I'm gonna be crucified. Where, where is where is Vince? Uh, he's over here playing with the dog. Oh well, you should put it on speaker and we can talk with him as well. All right, I'll put it on. They would like to talk with you as well. Yeah. What's can you up? guys hear us? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Sup, fool? What's up? Oh, you know, just kicking it with my dog. All right, so. What what do you think about this whole phase so far from what you've seen? What's your yeah, favorite points of phase four? <laughs> Boy. Kind of like what Chelsea was saying, you know? No, you can't. No, no, no. Fucking gangbusters. We man, want your just... real opinion, not your wife's opinion, bro. Through your, your lips. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I, I was, okay, I was just giving you shit about uh, parroting Chelsea's opinion so you don't get beat later. Oh, oh. You should speak up or enunciate better. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but no, seriously, though, like, it started out so good, but the end of it really sucks. Like, I fucking hated She-Hulk. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, he hated it. I liked that's it. That's a little so extreme. I, I liked I it a lot. I fucking hate She-Hulk. Miss Marvel is okay. I mean, I, I don't really wow. have any. I didn't I'd love agree. it. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, uh, it, it was what it was. You know what I mean? I didn't watch Miss Marvel. Um, Should I? But like Moon Knight, Hawkeye, What If, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, all of those were amazing with the movies or with the shows. And then when it came to the movies, you know, 
I told them I like two and a half out of the movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so which two I and a half? Be so critical. <laughs> like, I I think I like a lot more than you do of the Probably. movies, but it's not by much. Well. I'd say it's like 50-50 for me. They're either great or suck. They so, have their moments. Like Shang-Chi, like so I that love one, that like, movie. It wasn't my favorite necessarily. Um like story-wise and just like how he fights with his rings and all. Like I just didn't really care. However, the fighting in that movie and the almost like it, like like a dance type of martial arts fighting in it really got me like i i absolutely adored all the fighting in that movie that movie that movie that movie felt like a love letter to kung fu movies to me you know what i mean yeah yep yeah and so like for me like it's literally like it's so hot and fucking cold because like black widow unnecessary to me we really didn't need that movie i think that movie it was cool I think that movie it just kind of felt like unnecessary. They could I don't have know. That should have been in a different way. Like they could have even done it. In right. Like, that movie yeah, was way too late. Easily. Yep. That movie was way too late. They should have yeah, done exactly. like they, it didn't need. Like, it wasn't bad by any means. You know, it just. It literally added nothing except they're like, oh, here's her sister. And it's like, okay. Like, well, yeah. It, and we got like just a little bit of her, you know? It, it wasn't, yeah, it was a little too late for that one. That show was, that yeah. movie was, that like, movie was trash. The next movie, Shang-Chi, fucking love it. Such a good movie. I actually really enjoyed Shang-Chi. I love that movie. Yeah, it's pretty bomb. I mean,. I don't know. Maybe I actually didn't like it as much because of DBZ and shit like that. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't no, like Shang Chi is a shit. Can, I, I wonder love if he can not hear shit. me. Like I don't know. You know, I thought it was really dope. Um, and then the Eternals after I hated that, that. I fucking hate awful. The movie that, awful. That movie was trash. You know I mean? Definitely the weakest of the of the bunch. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it literally added nothing. To the MCU, except for just like more confusion, and then you have like Thanos' brother, and you're just like, okay, what do I do with all this? <laughs> an excuse. It was an excuse yeah, to add not, characters. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's it, not very cohesive. Eternals. I think that movie fell on its face by having way too many characters that we don't know, and we're supposed to meet for the first time. In this movie, and we're supposed to care about, you know, all fucking 13 of them or however many there were, you know? Well, yeah, we didn't have much backstory on each character. Like, not really. Like, they gave you, you know, snippets or, like, little brief moments or details. But, yeah, they're like, okay, care about these people. And I'm like, I know fucking nothing about them. Like, the only one maybe a few of the actors were in Game of Thrones. That's about all I got. The only, the only <laughs> one I care about... The only one I care about is Selma Hayek, and that's just because I've always been in love with her. Selma, call me back, please. Right. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I yeah. did kind of like that Angelina Jolie was in it, though. I kind she of was badass. That she was that, that, the, kind of the crazy one. She was the one that I think I cared about the most. Yeah, I'm not I'm just glad, lie, yeah. that was just kind of cool from a pop culture standpoint, because it's like Angelina Jolie hasn't really been relevant much. You know what I mean? I think she was great. So then for her to come out in a role like that was kind of cool, you know? Yeah, I think she was great in that movie. Like, 
yeah and and for but it's like you said it's hard to really give a shit about characters when they have 13 and they're just throwing every single one of them at you with little to no backstory and i think you know it's like no explanation for why they are who they are and you know like it just sucked yeah yeah it wasn't a great movie i don't know if i would say it sucked but i agree it was a one of the weaker movies out of like the seven that came out and it wouldn't have withstood up without the rest of the mcu if it was a standalone movie by itself i don't think it would have ever made it to the big screen i don't either other than it had a big big cat big names in the in the in the in the on the roster what'd you guys think of black widow this one we skipped no, we just talked about it. Oh, we did. Oh, was I? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, they said it sucks. Yeah, we. Yeah, it, so, my, and then we my got thing, Spider-Man, which we all know how we feel about that. My, like, my thing we about love it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dope. My thing about amazing. the Black Widow thing. It was great for me. I enjoyed literally every moment of that whole movie. The whole thing, I love. <laughs> my my thing about the Black Widow thing is just that it was done too late. Yeah, that was a phase. Yep. Like two or three movie. And it should have been. And it, it came out. It was just, it missed the mark. It was not, it was way too late. I feel like it should have maybe came out before like, what is it? Infinity War. Yeah. Like those two where like That's shit what I mean. really goes down. I feel like it should have came out before then. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Had it come out before then, that movie would, I would probably fucking rate one of the higher ones, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's but just it the just, placement sucks. Really, I mean, it just didn't make sense at all that we get done with that, get some awesome shows and they're like... <laughs> a black widow and you're like well she's dead yeah here, here's a well then she did sue them too so yeah for like yeah, yeah. that's another thing about that about show that, man that's another thing about that show is like it's uh kind of marred by them fucking over somebody that helped build this shit in the first fucking place that's true. It's, it's like kind of got uh, tainted with that and caused issues. So that didn't really help its cause any. Well, yeah, she didn't get any of the, um, the royalty. She was the contract was that uh, she got more royalties for in t- film like ticket sales, at, ticket sales, yeah, than streaming revenue. So which by, doesn't that no? Well, the ticket sales don't translate over to streaming. Exactly, and, and they released it on streaming services. And fucked her out of all that money that, you know what I mean? I think she was just in a bad spot at the, you know, the wrong spot, the wrong time. And I think she just needed the, I hope she just used the lawyers to get her due rather than try to fuck people over. Well, that would be in more Natasha. Well, I think, I just think Scarlett Johansson probably deserves a lot more respect than she's gotten. She got a fucking super late half-assed movie, uh, you know, has been basically the back character this entire time. She never got to take the lead. And when they did give it to her, like I said, it was way too late. And and then they taint it by fucking her, her out of a bunch of money by trying to be slick and being like, oh, well, that's not ticket sales. Like, it's just, I think she had every right to be pissed off probably this entire time because everyone else... That was in the Avengers other than Hawkeye. But then he did. But then he got a way better show than she got a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His show was 
I mean, amazing in comparison uh, to her movie. He's a better actor. I, you know, Scarlett Johansson's got going, but she's not. Yeah, Jeremy Reimer doesn't have the it factor. She's great. She's, but she's kind of monotone at certain points in time. Um, as far as her acting, that's it's true. I feel like she has not, more of the sex appeal, honestly. Which obviously, like, I mean, that's what you want with Black Widow, right? You know. Um, but yeah, Jeremy Renner is definitely. He's the better actor. I, I mean, I love him. I, you know, I've always thought he was great. And he's a fan so, of Guar. I mean, it makes sense to me that he he got the show. I just wish... Ah! I, I wish it would have been ah! a Black Widow, Hawkeye show, or... Uh, well, maybe not, because ah! I actually really love what they did with Hawkeye and him dealing with the whole after effects of him being Ronan and all that. I liked that too, and I liked how you know how they showed like how it affected his hearing and how he's able to communicate with his kids. Like when she, um, when is Kate Bishop, yeah, when she had to help him when he was on the phone with his son, I was just like, Ugh. oh, oh like, fuck, oh, that part was heels. like, oh, I know, like that, that was, was a really great scene. I like when they humanize them. Mm. Well, and I really loved when Kate is talking about. When she was a little girl and the attack on New York happened, the first Avengers film. And yeah. what stood out to her more than the dude flying in the armored suit or the big green scary guy or someone like Captain America. No, what stood out to her was watching Hawkeye take that leap out of the window and then, you know, spin around, shoot the grappling hook and swinging through the window on lower levels of the building like that to her was stand out and that was- I, I love that like something that was just a cool action scene in the first movie right or in the avengers yeah they turned it that quick little scene into something that was extremely meaningful and drove one of our newer heroes into becoming a hero it's just a exactly. quick, and, quick scene of him hanging like with a quick scene of him hanging with uh, people that he had no business being there with. You know what I mean? But somehow he's skilled enough and badass enough and and that inspired her. And I thought that was really dope. Well, yeah, that's what I love about um, Hawkeye, too. And, you know, like how they showed him in the show afterwards and stuff is that I think like. You know, sometimes when you watch it, like, you forget that there are heroes, you know, in the shows, movies, comics, whatever, that they're just regular old humans. Like, there's, I mean, aside from, you know, having, like, obviously he has badass archery skills, like, there's nothing super about them, you know? They're, they don't have any special power suits, like, none of that shit. And they're, they can be more relatable, you know? And, and I like when they show that real human side of them that's a good point is why eternals didn't have the impact because they were all these greek god greek and roman gods that were unrelatable yeah they're exactly they're like i'm old and i've seen shit and i can't be with the love of my life and it's like well that sucks you know (laughs) the one guy you could fucking agree with was the dude that just was like fuck this and left and created a cult 
Like, you know what I mean? I could maybe yeah, relate right? with it. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm going to just start brainwashing people. Fuck you guys. Yep, he's like, we're just going to do this, and I'm just going to live my best life in the woods. And you're like, okay, well. Yeah, I get this guy. You. I get this guy. He's like, this is all bullshit. You guys are fucking assholes. I'm leaving. By the way, I'm taking all these people with me. And all my money. <laughs> Can you blame them? Yeah. No, I can't. Like, honestly... So what about uh, Multiverse of Madness? What'd you guys... Oh, that one. It's hard for me because I loved... I loved the like the horror aspects of it probably the most. Yeah. Like when I agree. I mean, he really got into the creep factor of it, especially with Wanda because the part she's where scary she looked, the in part... the comics. Like, you know, she is one of those characters that is probably like the most terrifying and I love that we got to see that with her. Super disappointed with the Illuminati because we got them for like two minutes and then they just died. Slaughtered them all. So that was I, yeah, I'm super bummed about that. I wanted more out of what they would show with the multiverse, even with the other Doctor Strange. Like that was even disappointing and you know, so I think that that was the hard part. I really loved some of the Wanda creep factor, but they disappointed me with the multiverse for sure. I really loved the part where, you know, she's covered in the oil, which we thought. Yes. And it, yep. it, it had like Carrie vibes. You know yes, what I mean? And she's all yeah. limping, like coming yeah. after them. And even when she killed everybody, those were, I mean, I appreciated the brutality of the deaths you know i mean even though they died too quickly in my opinion loved how they went <laughs> i think they were willing yeah, to kill them so good. quickly i think they were willing to do that because since we have a multiverse you can easily just bring them all back just different versions of them so i think they were willing to do that because they're like all we're trying to do is show you that you know these people are in the multiverse these in particular these guys don't really matter that much we're gonna kill them we have an infinite number of these these guys though so but still the fact that they brought like john krasinski <laughs> into it and patrick stewart no, back and still... then they just killed them and we had captain carter you know and they just killed them off that's where i was like could you yeah, pick can, like less can... awesome people to slaughter because they you... they killed off some amazing characters in my opinion you can still yeah. get those same people back though like it just can we though you can because can it's we? a multiverse you have endless versions of those people if, they, they if can... they're still on contract we can absolutely get them back say if those actors are still willing to do it maybe the, that's the reason crossed, hopefully some of them are maybe that's the reason why they were in there for short-lived they had to at least be featured in the film to keep their contract active just like why why um sony has to keep putting out a spider-man product every so many it doesn't years make sense for somebody that like uh the dude that played uh Mr. Fantastic, though, I mean, he's that's no. his first go. So, but it's, I they, think it was more they they're not concerned because those those versions of those people don't necessarily matter when we can just kill them and then keep the same people and bring them back and they'll just be from a different universe. And I mean, that's true. You know, but, I and I think each I mean, one that of is those a valid point. I but think, I think each one of those characters. 
uh, was from a different universe, though. You know what I mean? They're not all from the same universe. They were just the poli- yeah. They were just policing the multiverse or whatever the fuck they do. But I think and, he, yeah, and I mean it's it's possible. Like each one of them, would, you know, and it would make sense to pull a care like somebody from a different universe if you were building a team like that. It's like if you brought everybody from one universe, that wouldn't seem very fair or not much justice in that. But if you have somebody from multiple, like each person is from a different universe, that makes a little more sense to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. (laughs) No, you're good. I was just going to say, you know, like when it comes to that, you know, with all the actors that played them and stuff, I, I will remain hopeful that, they have signed contracts and we might get to see more of them, but I, I don't really will. like to assume anything with Marvel now, to be honest, because I have had so many theories and ideas of like, I think this could happen or this might happen in this movie or this show. And I'm completely fucking wrong all the time. So I'm just going to kind of go with the flow and see where it goes. Right. Yeah. So the, you know, cause now I'm, I don't know what they're going to do with the multiverse and like they could do something bomb with it or they could just here's the point point I was going to make or trying to make the Xavier we saw in Multiverse of of Madness is not the same Xavier that we saw in the X-Men movies yes they that's that's not the same guy like that's an, an Xavier from a different universe it's not the same one that we know from the X-Men movies. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And even I knew that, you know. I, I definitely didn't assume, like, so oh, that, that's my point. the X-Men movies. There's no way. That's my point, is you can kill these ones. They don't matter all that much. It just gives you a look at who is going to be available in the MCU down the road. Is the way I took that. You know what I mean? And and why it was so easy to... Captain Carter, though. And that one was just like, ugh. I know. But we could still get her back. I love her. I don't think, at the same time, I don't think that was the same... It's kind of... Hold on, hold on. I don't think that was the same Captain Carter from What If... I don't think that was the same one. It it doesn't doesn't matter. If they'll bring the What If team into the movies at all. Be nice. What were you like the say? one they created with Doctor Strange and Thor and Captain Carter. I don't remember the rest. Wasn't there? Well, there was Black Panther, or he was um, Star Lord, right? T- yeah, he was yeah. a part of it. Like you know, like they had that whole group. I would truthfully, I honestly hated love that to episode. see something like that. If they're going to be doing this multiversal thing, I would love to see a team like that that is helping to protect it. You know. That T'Challa Star Lord shit, I fucking hated it. <laughs> so oh, much. I did too. I thought so it was that garbage. Was so I know a lot of people loved it and fine, but I just he's just yeah, it's all right. Just, it was just, it just too fucking goody goody for me. I'm just like fucking gag me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! I think you're one of the first people I've met that doesn't like it. I don't. Yeah, I didn't super dig that part. The my favorite episode of What If would be the Doctor Strange one. Same. I 
I sobbed like a baby at that the end. Shit it was, was like, heartbreaking. I didn't know a cartoon from Marvel can make me cry, but God, it just got me. God, that, that shit was, was so heartbreaking. Well written, like show, like episode of anything I feel like I've ever watched. Same. And, and then the Ultron shit with the Infinity. The Stones. Ultron stuff was cool. I mean, yeah. how fucking cool is that, dude? Like Ultron yeah. one. Like how fucking dope. Ultron was really awesome too, and I—I I mean, I loved Captain Carter. I thought hers was great. It was kind of hit or miss. Um, I think even like the zombies was really fucked up. How um, he was like feeding them to them and stuff. Like it oh, was yeah. just terrible. <laughs> well, and we're actually getting a full-on Marvel zombies show. So live yeah. action? Uh, I don't I think it's think. a cartoon. It's probably a cartoon. Oh, I'm not sure if it's care. a series or a, yeah, or a one-off. I, mean, I hate hour. zombies, but I'll do it. I think it. Hell yeah. If you've have you read the comics at all? No, I haven't. It's a really good run, actually. Um, That's what I've heard. I would like to uh, get a graphic novel of it and read the whole thing. I, isn't didn't they do it a couple of times? Or am I thinking yeah, I something think so. else? I think so. I think. I yeah, mean, they've probably done it a few times. Anything you know? that they, works. They always rehash those arcs. You know, like yeah. they've done it with Secret Wars. So. Yeah, anything that works really well, they're gonna try it again for damn sure. They can sell it. Oh yeah, they're like we'll rehash it with different people, and it's gonna sell, and it will, because I'll be like, hell yeah, I'm gonna read that. I think that's the same problem with the multiverse, as far as keep bringing back characters. It's I think at a certain point in time, it's gonna come off cheap. It's come up as like just poor writing is just, oh, I can bring anybody back from any timeline because multiverse, blah. I think for me, that could jump the shark for Marvel. Because it, it, in, in, in the comics, some of it has. There's so many different <laughs> multiverse stories going on in a lot of the recent runs. Some are very good and some are just, well, it's a poor bad. excuse for poor writing. Here's a good example. True. And it's not exactly the same thing, but we've talked about this in Dragonese Balls. Like, we all love Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super. I mean, that we all love it, but there's a clear, like, thing that holds the show back, and that is the Dragon Balls. Like, why they get so upset when someone dies, that's beyond me, because they always just bring them back to life. And then... That, and then eventually just death has no consequences that way you're like kind of getting at is like yeah we can kill whoever we want because then we can just start bringing them back with at and replace core. them at its core yeah so, i feel like the only time death really mattered in the mcu was with thanos and the infinity stones and that's when it really hit hard for people and now it's just like oh well we get different versions of them or this or that so who cares well even in that it was reversed and nobody there was zero consequences in the end but they still had to struggle well, to get know. there true true there then, was that I mean, and then they struggled when they got back too yeah okay well yeah because the thing is okay. there were some yeah. people that were still dead you didn't have natasha gamora was dead i know there was the other one but still you yeah. know yeah tony Captain america was no longer a thing vision was dead like they lost we still lost a lot of people i love how you and say it, you it know, like I that, think that we... was like very hard hitting for the fans at that time i love how and you then, say it like that in the present tense. They started yeah. the multiversal no. shit, and now it's like, oh, we get them all again. <laughs> I, I love how you say it like we lost. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we're, like all, we're all Avengers. Years later. 
where all of uh, Avengers assemble. <laughs> we all cry together. Yep. Well, uh, we still got a we still got to call our buddy Sean. Anything else or last thoughts you have on Phase Four? Anything that stands out to you that we haven't said? Yeah, Thor sucks. What? You can go suck an egg. But other than that... <laughs> you hate it? That's... I think we pretty much covered most of it. That makes me sad that you didn't like that movie. I mean, you, I you know You were on that... the podcast episode. You listened. Huh? You you were there on the podcast episode. Well, I know. Yeah, I, you know. I know. It just, I tried. It makes me sad because I know it's her favorite. Yeah. Well, next to Loki. Yeah, I know. And for you to hate the only uh, showing from Thor out of this phase makes me a little sad it does me too but if they can give me some serious thor versus this idiot yeah. i would really love that Jane? <laughs> Jane? num nuts <laughs> num nuts thor yeah yes, it, it would be the, nice give me the comic thor that's just kind of broody and a drunk and sometimes mean yeah we don't need doofus thor. exactly like give me like true like King Thor, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. That's well, what I want. we will talk to you guys on the next episode of Dragonese Balls. Um, Alrighty, Rue. Thank you for having us. Yep. As as Bill would say, keep it black. <laughs> keep it black, yeah. <laughs> and now we got our buddy DJ Nike on the line. What's up, buddy? Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, we just got, just got done talking to Chelsea and Vince. Got some strong uh-huh. opinions on Phase Four. Now we're excited to get your take. So, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. What were you going to say? What's your... I my main my main thought so far is that in comparison to like the first three. It's been more of a setup. And I also, and I think I said it before, like either when we did the Black Panther one or the Spider-Man one, we've come to expect so much from these films now that I think a lot of people have taken for granted the setup to get to where we're going, you know, with like Secret War and uh, the on the un- oncoming of uh, Kang, you know what I mean? Yeah, for reals. Another thing that I, I fact that I found out so for phase four, if you add up the hours of both the movies and all of the t- uh, streaming shows, you have about right. 54 hours of content. That's probably okay. f- a little under half of the total MCU. Before that. Before, oh, wow. I- including. So th- as far as just the amount of content available in this fee in this phase right. is huge. There's just a it huge a- amount of stuff to be happy and also critical of and we've kind of figured well, I, out i would agree with that too because we've had so many different times where we've like not not all agreed on the order or what series were even the best let alone the movies you know mm-hmm. well and we kind of figured out there's about round about the same amount of movies in this phase but when you right. add in the tv shows that really adds a lot of hours to uh, that overall, or this phase overall. That's why we're getting that uh, so much time added to this phase as opposed to others, I think. It is. 36 hours of shows 
and 16 and 16 minutes of movies. Okay. And so we asked Chelsea and Vince going in, uh, uh-huh. just from start to finish in this phase. So from WandaVision to Wakanda forever, mm-hmm. how do you feel it went as far as like, like think about it like a, like a, a graph, like a line graph. And I feel like it's kind of up and down. You know what I mean? You have your high peaks and then it goes low. And then, so on that kind of, if you're thinking about it that way, how do you feel like the flow? Where were the highs? Where were the lows? Right. Exactly. Well, see, I think that's got a lot to do with the, with the TV shows because they're more episodic. Even when you think, when you think about the fact that most of them are only six episodes anyway, and like 30, 45 minutes a pop, it would be about the same equal as a full movie. Because remember, most of the movies have been two, two and a half hours. But when you have to wait a week in between episodes, and then there's certain ones that you like better, I'd definitely say there was that up and that up and down. We just didn't see it as I much when you're looking it. back, is what you're saying? Is that right? right? So, like, yeah. So let's talk about the first. Like, we we've kind of been hovering around the for the beginning of it. Um, so you got WandaVision, you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. And then on top of that, we have what if, so, I mean, that's a really high, high. What was after that, Bill? Um, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. And even Hawkeye was really fucking good. You know, Moon Knight. I, yo, I've got to say, I like a lot of the stuff with the less powered or no powered characters. I like Like, it too. In my opinion, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the best show. It was so good. Overall. It was so good. Um, I will say there were more high points in Loki and more high points in WandaVision, you know, with the different teases and the things they did with the characters. But I think overall, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the best show. I also really liked Hawkeye because that was the first time we really got to see, like, an age and a weakness like for one he doesn't have any superpowers to begin with but you also get to see that you know he's having hearing problems <laughs> that flawed up and you know his body's just not the same that, you and know it's i really great think point. it humanized it's his character it's funny because chelsea made the same point and well oh, she said it she said it a little differently but it's like right. just the uh it's kind of like we talked about last episode on the spider-man episode we did go check that out comiczone.com uh-huh um right right it's kind of the same thing it's like when you see those like weaknesses it humanizes them and makes you feel um they're relatable like you can relate like bill was just saying a little bit ago you can't relate with somebody like the eternals see but this is funny because sean really liked eternals that was you you enjoyed that movie didn't quite a bit right eternals yeah i really enjoyed that that film but I think I liked it because it, like, as far as everything else that we've gotten used to seeing in the MCU, period, whether it's TV shows or animations, it was completely different. And I still liked it. Like, it gets shitted on a lot. But I like, even when I went back and watched it the second time when it came out on video, I still greatly enjoyed that. No, it had its flaws, but I think it had an awesome cast. I love the way the storyline went together. And I you know, the way you just said that. It's kind of how I feel about this phase overall. 
Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean? It's like you have your high points. You have it, and I agree. I don't think Eternals was at, like the worst shit I've ever seen. There are no, really Huh? As far as the movies go, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what'd you say? Captain Marvel. Really? Captain Marvel, the film. I thought and, and that it's was not a cool bad movie. Either. It's just my least favorite. I thought and it had was... nothing to do with it with it having a woman lead because I love She-Hulk. You're, you're going to put Black WandaVision. Widow? It's just, I really didn't like that story. And I, I really think they could have put it somewhere else or done it as a TV show and it would have been better. Are you going to put Black Widow over Captain Marvel right now? Storyline wise, yes. Oh my god! Like Talk the, the, about... my only real problem with Black Widow was the fact that she was already dead by the time they put the film out. Yeah, so we, we had talked to jump about... around timelines, but we, we I t- didn't think that was a bad film. It was just a bad time to release it. Yeah, that's what we were saying like earlier. Is that uh, that I don't think that was a shitty movie per se. I think it's actually pretty cool as far as like an action mm-hmm. movie goes. But the timing, right? the timing was just so off it's like yeah. the the pitch went over the plate you know three minutes ago and then you took a swing <laughs> at it you know what i mean then, then he steps up to the plate yeah 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 so yeah. i mean it's like you i get it you totally missed the mark that could have been a great movie that could have been a great movie but you just put it in the wrong place we could easily fix that as fans in in our mind can and go this happened right earlier we just kind of just place it wherever we want and yeah maybe maybe that's all it takes <laughs> we've put up maybe. with star now, wars this a is a small stretch guys, right before you called this is what i was doing was watching this but have you guys watched the guardians of the galaxy christmas special yet no no not yet i've got to wait till well, beth I can would... watch it beth needs to watch it with me so i'll probably go watch okay. it tonight because well, it keeps I would coming say up technically that's the last uh phase four thing before we get to ant-man and the wasp we kind of talked about that the uh what was the other one you said bill as far as the the standalones yeah uh the werewolf by night i still haven't watched that either oh. is, uh, is that... i just watched Yo, it that last was night really good man it, it introduces a couple of actually three very well-known marvel characters that just haven't gotten the on-screen time and honestly i see why and that was a perfect place to do it and a perfect way for you to see him. Man so I didn't thing. think I was going to like it because I'm not that big into the horror. Like Blade and the Night Stalkers was like my first real intro into Marvel horror. Um, and actually in, putting that in the MCU before they dropped Blade, I thought was genius. Definitely watch it. It's only 45 minutes long. It's worth the watch. I'd be shocked if you didn't like it. Uh, okay, so well, who are the three characters, or should I just find I'm out? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. you got to watch it. <laughs> uh, you're such a good friend. Because if I told you, it would ruin it. Because one of them you probably won't know, and it's a female character, but I know her, and actually I knew her more from the video games than from her comic appearances, but she's become one of my favorite characters. And the other two, just watch it. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to ruin it. If you haven't seen it, you know what I mean, even if other people have, but I'd say definitely watch it before, you know what I'm saying, we get to Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Quantum, whatever the new one's going to be called. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so this, uh, the, I, I just want to ask you this while it's on my mind. Like, so this is phase four. Where do you rate phase four over the last, the three before it? Like, so if you had to go, 
one through four and rank them all in order, what would you do? It would be hard for me personally because there have been so many different standouts. I definitely put phase one as being the first because it introduced a whole new way of bringing in comic book films. It's got to be number one. Major cast, you know, putting together like the first Avengers, like there, it was a whole bunch of firsts. That was the first time you got to see an ensemble cast. And we're talking A-listers together, sharing the screen time. That was awesome. But then by the time we got to phase two, we got a whole bunch of other awesome films. And then by the time we got to phase three and we got to end game and, and uh, infinity war and end game, there was what 60 characters, you know what I'm saying? In both of those films. So it's, I would probably say phase four thus far has been my least favorite overall, but there have definitely been some shining lights, very high shining lights. Like I love what if there's nothing anybody can say to me that would make what if oh, yeah, not be as so important good. to me as any of the live action shit. You know, and it's come up a Flat lot. Out. That what if has come up a lot in this conversation. It's like we haven't really covered Spider Man No Way Home. We haven't covered, you know, quite a bit of things. Right. We, we seem to kind of be hovering up around the beginning of it. And right. Um and I think I think that's because the beginning of this phase was the best part. Just so strong. It was so, like, it was such a strong outing, those first three shows. First four. First four shows. Five shows. Because Hawkeye was great, too. And then Moon Knight was, it's, you know, the COVID problem started really hitting them later on. Especially, I think, more in the movies than in the shows. Because I think the show is probably I agree with that too. But you know what? After you've killed off like two of the major characters, and even if one of them's not dead, we haven't seen them yet in this space. Oh yeah, Iron Man's dead. Yeah, yeah. Captain America's gone. You know what I mean? Black Black Widow's dead. You've killed off half of the Avengers' first team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you had to come real strong early on to not lose the fan base that you had. So I think they did a really good job of keeping keeping the fans immediately and i think after that the build-up is what you know got some people like uh it's not as good as it was well yeah now we've got to introduce you to a whole new list of characters a whole new era to you know to pass the torch to and of course covid was going on so they're they're definitely had and deaths they've had to deal with what two three different deaths yeah chadwick stan lee's uh Oh boy, that played uh, Hurt William Hurt that played uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, like yeah. they've had a lot of hurdles they've had to go through this phase. Especially Chadwick. I mean, that's got to be the hardest one to get like over as far as like messing up. And that sounds insensitive. And like his death messed up the MCU time. Like but, you know what yeah, I mean? But I, I mean, yeah, that's the fucked like, up way had, to say it. But we actually talked plan. about that in the Black Panther episode that. Like they had already written Black Panther two, and so it was already set to fit into this phase. And then right. with him passing, they, you know, Ryan Coogler had to rewrite that entire film and still make it fit into the phase as it was. Which, so, yeah, of course, that had to have been hard. Which, while we're talking, like, I think, I mean, he did the absolute best he could, and that was fucking such a good movie. And uh-huh. like, it sucks to say, but maybe. Maybe it was better than it would have been if he hadn't died. 
And maybe that's the wrong maybe. way. To, maybe that's the wrong way to say it. But I, I mean, without that, <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> without without the uh, emotional ties and like the obvious like uh, tribute vibes to the movie, and like you know, it's a, that movie was a grieving process, is what it was. Yeah. So with, without those real world feelings behind it, I don't know if that movie would have been as good as it was. Maybe that's a better way to say it. It would have been a different I'd movie. Agree. It totally would have yeah, been. It definitely yeah, would have so, had a different feel. Yeah, but it would have been just another run of the mill MCU but, movie, but that, because of the tragedy fueled oh, that yeah. movie. Oh, it did for sure. And on screen, off screen. But it didn't feel like capitalizing no. either. True. It was an homage. No, it did not. Which was they did a homage. I think that's maybe one of the best outings from Hollywood like ever as far as like not trying to capitalize on somebody else's misery. Right. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, we we all know like like just this week alone, matter of fact, today I've seen three different videos where they were showing uh, uh, like Chadwick doing the stunts in Black Panther, you know what I mean? And oh, that'd in the be first cool. Film, and it you just should send that. You should send that to me. The fact that you know what he was going through at that point, like he had already been diagnosed and was quietly fighting cancer while keeping himself looking as good as Thor and Captain America. Well, you, you know gotta I mean? wonder Without the shirt on and doing fight scenes like that. That is a testament of of his will as a man. So, you gotta... yeah, I, I think they did an excellent job of paying homage to him without it being cap without them just trying to capitalize on his death i think they they did a very excellent job on and that was one of the things i was worried about the most as far as cancer goes though you gotta wonder how long he actually knew right well according to ryan coogler he knew for a while really but like for for someone that lived with both of my parents had uh cancer and it took my father but both of them had a what do they call it when uh, when it's deathly can't think of the correct word uh metastasized is that no no and uh, well you have what? benign or what the fuck is it it's fatal damn it yeah it'll that's kill the word. you <laughs> but it'll but, kill uh, you both of them my, my my mother managed to beat it but i still remember when she was in stage four and like you can go from you know being sick but if you're stage four you're working it on happens. time yeah it ha- you know what i mean that was my so point is that, it happens so fast uh, yeah and definitely like, the weirdest and, and then you got to think about all the people that were talking shit they're like oh he's on crack and all this and that like no oh, i know that's, dying. that's you know fucked what I mean? up. yeah it's crazy how you know people will talk about you when they don't know what you're going through so as as somebody who has gone through cancer in my family my grandmother died from it my grandpa um Mm -hmm. it's kind of and i've noticed just from like stories that i picked up throughout my life and just over time is that it is so weird how after a person gets the diagnosis how quickly you fade after that it's like you've been living with this cancer for knows who knows how long but then as soon as you get the diagnosis and they tell you how long you have to live. I mean, people decline like fucking crazy after that. Like, what is up with that? 
There is a reality of death that cripples people. That's one. Yeah. But I, I know for with like with my mom, like all of the the uh, chemotherapy and the radiation that they try to go through to catch it. You know what I mean? It kills like that you. last ditch effort that yeah. used to like just destroy you from the inside. You know what I mean? It tries to kill the cancer before it kills you. But it's killing yeah. you at the same time. Yeah, let's, it is. Let's catch yeah, too. literally. Dude. So horrible. Uh, anyway, before we get all sad at the end of the episode here, <laughs> like you said, this is your least favorite, but does it give you any type of hope for the future of the MCU? Are you excited? Actually, it definitely did. Yeah, we've seen so many different new characters that are coming in, and I think they did an excellent job of bringing in the newer, younger camp. And and like I said, I just think I think too, we're, we're, like we've given so much into the entire MCU from the beginning that we were just always expected to be wowed and forget about like even when you think about other shows like stuff like Game of Thrones. And any any other episodic thing that you where you know you have to learn each new character every time they bring one. Like we've gotten so used to shock value, shock value so quick that we forget, hey, bring in new characters, bring in the storyline. And I think once we get to like seeing Ant Man and the Wasp and seeing what they've had to do to bring Kang and Secret Wars, I think it'll all come to fruition, you know what I mean, the way it's supposed to. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think we're just a little spoiled from like all the <laughs> intensity. It's like it's easy to forget where we where we began, which was you know, Blade and Spider Man, and you know, Black uh, Bat Batman, some bat badass Batman here and there. But mm-hmm. we're getting a little too judgy, nerds. I would like us all to step back, take a breath, and remember what it was like. We are in we a time had... of a, an abundance of content. Oh my God! Abundance. We are so, so lucky. We, we have so, so much to, that we can be this so uh, fortunate to be this critical fanboys assholes to, that we are, and to be living at this point in time. Yep. And to be able to witness all this, this is so unprecedented. All of this shit. If you really look back, we are. Still... You know what? I'm I'm gonna say something real quick, and it's gonna sound like a joke, but I was dead ass serious when I said it. Back when we first found out they were going to do that whole Asambo cast with the first Avengers, I remember praying <laughs> to the Lord, please let me live long enough to see Avengers 1. And then I, I did the same thing when I found out there was going to be so many different people. And then, in, and then you went in, to Endgame, and then you went to Endgame, and that was like the true culmination of what everybody really wanted, dude. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And, okay. So, like you said, this is your least favorite, but also we are in the infancy of this new uh, overarching storyline, right? So, exactly. like you say, you are hopeful. You didn't hate everything about it. Um, and there are a lot of really standout, strong points in the phase. I think that's the main point to make in this episode is we aren't trying to be too judgy or spoiled or you know but it's hard when you are a fucking super fan and you're looking at everything (laughs) through a microscope and you're going well you know it's like yes we got the x-men we got charles xavier darn it it was only for like 10 minutes of screen time son of a bitch f you marvel 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, there are definitely. Stanley's rolling in his grave. I would say, <laughs> I would say at this point in the MCU, if we are looking at it like a line graph, it would be the most up and down peaks and valleys phase of the entire MCU for sure. But also, like you said, we have so much more content to have, sift through. Yeah, a lot more data points so, in that like, graph. Really, if you look at it like numbers wise and like per capita, right? The amount of content to how much is successful could be the exact same. I think or even better. Or even better. Exactly. It's like there could yeah, just while you were saying that, I remember I was very judgmental in phase one of stuff like uh the first Captain America film and the first so Thor. You know what I mean? Which, don't going get, back don't get you them, started on X-Men. Yeah, we I won't even go there. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> get we are gonna get started on X-Men. I think we should totally do a X-Men movie series. So that would be a good I one. I think we should too. Um, but for real, like I think we were so like when you had less, it was a whole lot easier to pick your top five when you only had like 10 films to go through. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now we've had probably 10 TV shows and 10 movies in just this phase. So. Uh, 10 TV. Uh, I Well, and cheese, uh, cheesy Chelsea made the point that the TV shows actually carried this phase. What What do you say to that? I definitely think they did because for one, there was so much space in between the films and the TV shows definitely kept stuff coherent and gave us enough to keep us going through those films. You know, I agree. I would have to say just looking back and at the whole phase, it started off really strong with the shows and it finished really strong in the movies as, as far as, I agree. Uh, no Way Home in particular and Wakanda Forever. Um, I enjoyed Multiverse I of Madness. I think Shang-Chi, Multiverse of Madness, stand up. I just don't think Shang-Chi got the love it really deserves, man. I, that is such... I always forget that that one was in this phase, honestly, because of the time that went by. I know. I love Shang-Chi. I, I know, and it really gets lost in the cacophony that is this phase you know what i mean it was right in the middle yeah or the beginning actually yep. so it really sucks movie. because that is such a unique um exciting action-packed beautiful uh addition to the mcu i think it's one of the best movies that has came out in the past two years as far as the mcu goes like I have always loved martial arts films, uh, Kung mm-hmm. Fu, Same. Jackie Chan, uh, Donnie Yen, Jet Li. You know what I mean? And that this movie felt like a love letter to Kung Fu movies at a superhero level. And I actually didn't love it as much the first time as the second mm-hmm. time I watched it. And the second time I was like, oh, this is actually a fucking great this is actually a fucking great movie, and it's getting zero love. And you know what? I think uh, and it, everything you said about it as well. Like, Shang-Chi was originally made as a homage to 
to Bruce Lee. Yeah, like, it's that's a who he was love letter to Kung Fu movies. Yeah. And just like you were saying, Eternals was a different flavor for MCU. So was Shang-Chi. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I definitely. think I think that's probably why it wasn't as appreciated. It wasn't, it didn't fit the mold as perfectly as. Well, same thing. What it's the same thing as I was saying with WandaVision, and it's like the change of the aesthetic of the MCU. It's like we're doing, we're still following the story that we set in place but we are going to change the way that we tell the story and i don't hate that at all i did hate that in she hulk i didn't and we okay okay let's wrap this episode up with she hulk we have avoided (laughs) it we've avoided it the whole episode i disagree completely i thought it was a fucking great show and a solid addition i just don't super enjoy them disneyfying uh, Deadpool or uh, Daredevil to do it. What you know, I I I would disagree because depending on what book Daredevil's been in, like he's gone from being as dark as he was in the Netflix shows, like in his own books, to being as PC as he was in She Hulk, as he was in a lot of the Spidey books. You I can... think it fit the mold. Like you got what you needed for that specific show. Does Fair that enough. mean the net when I they actually agree. do the Daredevil movie, it's going to be like that? I don't think so. I think that's a solid take and not one we've brought up uh, in this. Is like that's a very neutral, like <laughs> super good point stance to take, and I think that's how you should take all of this overall. It's just like maybe it's not like what you were looking for, but it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so how about this? If we're giving this phase... Wait, wait. We never uh, got into She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, So my arguments against She-Hulk goes back to what I always talk about as far as conflict and resolution and a plot line. It builds up this great momentum and this had had you going down one direction and then it pulled the rug out from you. And then it gave you some cheesy breaking the fourth wall some parts were kind of funny but beyond the jokes beyond as far as when it goes when i look back as the season as a whole i thought it made no point with itself not even within its own bubble because she had like the almost like the evil ex kind of stealing her dna to make other hulks and then she just like oh no we're not gonna go talk we're not gonna do this i'm gonna go talk to kevin feige and 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 change the plot because this guy doesn't deserve screen time and goes through and skips the ending. I thought that place was, I thought that part was good. <laughs> I, I was mean, as fun. far as Kevin Feige being AI, I thought that was funny, but beyond that, they made the whole story and any point behind it, a punchline. And think as far as, but I think that was the point. It, though. And just like yeah, every she Hulk comic has disappointed me. This franchise did as well. I love the actress. I thought she did a great job. Right. Um, that's, I think, why I kept watching it, because I thought she was such a great actress in that role. I think the funniest joke in that show was the fact that nobody wanted to date somebody as fine as her yeah. without being uh, yeah, She-Hulk. We, yeah. Like, like she is not fucking bad enough on her own for somebody to want to, like, treat her like a lady. That was the funniest joke. Right. And then the one guy that did was the one that betrayed her to steal her DNA. I know. 
That's the job. Uh, and, Bill, the, and, the, would... and the one guy that only wanted to hey. go on dates with her if she was She-Hulk. Like the super jacked guy. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Bill, such a good show. I understand show. what you're saying. Mm. Um, but I will say that's exactly how the comics are. Yeah, her. it is. It <laughs> you is. know what I'm saying? So although it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite ending, that, and that's probably not the ending that I would have wanted for it to have, it definitely fit everything I know about She-Hulk as a character. Like, that is exactly how shit went down in the comic book. So I was okay with it. And that's why I agreed with you when you're talking about the Daredevil version in She-Hulk. It I, fit I, that role perfectly. You actually made me feel much, much better of the Disneyfying of Daredevil. Because also, so I think uh, also I think the guy, what's his name? Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. I think he is game and capable of jumping between dark and more lighthearted. So I don't think it's a big deal for somebody like him. Um, and he can make it work either way. So I'm not like uh, worried about Deadpool per se. I just Daredevil. liked or Deadpool. Yeah. Why do I keep saying Deadpool? Because <laughs> you're, you're just looking forward to the new Deadpool that movie. That too. I'm pretty excited for that. But Daredevil... I think he is game and uh, therefore being whatever they need to be and make it good and entertaining in the process. He's always been such a true good-natured person at, a, at at his core. Right. It's always so morally centri- central just how he acts. I'm going to say there. one thing about how, whether they do a TV show or a movie. As long as I get the same guy that was in the last season on Netflix of Daredevil, the same dude playing Bullseye. I said the fucking... I'm all in. I said the same thing about Punisher. Is as long as we keep uh, John Bernthal, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, yep. As long as we keep him and we don't take it too far down the PG path, I'm fine. Like we just need to keep it consistent. Consistency, I think, is what matters the most. Um, yeah, and honestly, I don't think they need to recast any of the the defenders. Seriously, uh, the only one I'm not a big fan of is the guy that played Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna. His name is Finn. I can't remember his first name is. I'm not gonna put all of that on him. I think it had the least creative writing of all the shows, but I'm not going to blame that all on the actor either. You know what I mean? You know, and actually, like I was saying earlier in the episode, you weren't here for this, but I kind of went on a rant about how I hate the Defenders show. Really? They really let me down with that one, bro, because why the fuck are we fighting ninjas again? We got a whole team. I think these guys are worthy of fighting some supervillain. Like, stop with the ninjas. I'm tired of the ninjas. Uh, that was, I think, all of that. Because Kevin Feige actually touched on all that, too. You know what I mean? There was a whole lot. Like, there were just so many different pieces that weren't connected, which I think it is now with everything being on Disney and with Disney owning all the rights to every Marvel property except uh, okay. fucking Spidey. Are are you saying I, 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 are, are you saying they didn't have rights to a lot of villains? Is that what you're saying? They they did, but I I, I think because like the TVs the TV shows were were completely separate. It was still within the Disney hierarchy, but there was there was Marvel Television, which is why you had Agents of Shield, and none of that was in any any of the movies. You know what I mean? 
and we had, you know, of course, the Defender series, and none of that was in any of the movies, but they tried to put, like, little Easter eggs in to let you know they were in the same universe. It was just, they were, because it was a separate entity, no, you know I, what I mean? Kind of like Star Star Wars is still Disney, and Marvel is still Disney, but we're not going to see fucking a Disney Star Wars crossover right now. That was the same thing that happened with the TV shows and the movies, and I think now that all of that is more cohesive a one team thing i think they can do it better now no i get that um and i get what you're saying but what i was getting at more was just like why are we fighting the hand again like didn't daredevil i don't like i said i don't it, it was a separate thing their tv was separate from the way the movies were because it was the same reason uh even dude that played black bolt in fucking the last doctor strange Multiverse of Madness, like he had his own TV show. There was a, uh, what was the name of that team? The uh, uh, externals, uh, no, Inhumans. Inhuman. Inhuman. Uh, I'm thinking of yeah, Inhuman Agents team. of Shield. Uh, there were so many different TV shows that were still a Marvel property. That it's, it was like the same issue that DC's having. You have all of these different TV shows <laughs> and trying to make them cross pollinate, and then none of that shit was crossing with the films. And I think now Marvel's understood, yeah, we can't do that. We own all this shit. Let's put it together. So I don't think we're going to have those issues anymore. Right. And hopefully... Why we've seen why we've seen Charlie Cox's Daredevil in No Way Home. You know what I mean? And we've seen him in She-Hulk now. You know, I think it's, more, it's a more cohesive Marvel unit now. And I, I don't hate Daredevil crossing and, like, his PG-ness these days. Right. Uh, I just would really hate to see that happen to Punisher. I, it just wouldn't work. It's like you said. Well, somebody, we'll see. Some, I mean, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to see because because De- Deadpool's still supposed to be rated R, but they're saying Blade's going to be PG thirteen. You know what I mean? I hate that. I'm not a fan of that either. But yo, know, as long as they keep it PG thirteen, that means they can say fuck twice. I think <laughs> you know what I mean. I think you and they uh, have to cut the blood down a little bit. I think you made a post about that recently in the Comic Zone group on Facebook, didn't you? I did about Blade and it not being uh, rated R. And yeah. So is that uh, show coming this next phase? Not right now because they're it's looking like, for new writers. I guess yeah. who, like they still have the actors, but whoever was set to direct and whoever was set to write, I'm not for sure what happened. But the the it didn't go through. So I got you. Huh. Well, it'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how Blade goes and where we go from the future. Because as we wrap this episode up, um, during the Wakanda Forever. Uh, movie you didn't get to see it but i'm sure you've seen the trailer um the ant-man full trailer where we get uh kang in his armor and so i think this is when the big baddie stuff is really gonna kick off is in ant-man and uh quantum mania is that what it's called quantum mania yeah that's what they've said so we're finally I think that's what the fans, as far as what we've been used to, have been yearning. And I think why we kind of feel that missing of the direction is we got the first introduction of Kang early on in Loki. Loki. And it's not until the next phase where we get the the next appearance. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
you tease us and then oh psych so like over a year later two years no nearly two years it'll be two no, years well, by the time we get that film well we're very we, darn close to it we've been doing this podcast for over a year now uh, like a year and a month right yeah i think th- weren't these shows out or coming out when we started this podcast yeah so uh, loki uh, yeah loki came out before came out before uh hawkeye and hawkeye was last christmas so it's been over a year i don't think it's been two yet but it's been probably close to about year four months year and a half we probably started say what if phase hawkeye is probably when we if we're if we're going back if i do if i'm doing my math correctly after a few whiskeys <laughs> Well, we have been drinking bourbon and went through half a fucking bottle in this some bitch. Um, <laughs> but overall, my kind of last comments about Phase Four is it started off strong, ended strong as far as just Wakanda forever. And I haven't seen Holiday. Uh, so, can we describe this phase as peaks and valleys? I think so. Yeah. It's like we had our ups and downs. I think we had more highs than lows, though. And I think the important thing is, I I know at least the three of us and probably most of the people who are still listening at this point would agree that it was good enough that we're still watching it all. Even though we're we're talking shit on so much of this, or I know personally, you know, I talking shit about something, I've still watched every episode. So as far as Disney, they're still getting their paycheck. They're still getting their views. No matter even the negative stuff how, that I would long, say. How long does that last? Um, to where Bill taps out. What What is the... When they ruin Spider-Man. How do they ruin Spider-Man? Um, Let's just mar- hope they marrying don't, don't give him any <laughs> He's like, don't even put it out there. No, I I, I don't For know. I, I think, I I think yeah, I, I don't want to think about it. But I think when it gets beyond believable and they lose... Just like we've talked... When they lose that human int- uh, element, when they no longer become relatable people and they're just characters in tights. Uh, like the Eternals. Yes and no. <laughs> Stop I think, it. I think that's... Uh, nah, come on, bro. I'm just but, saying they're not relatable. That's all I'm saying. Not think, as humans. That's what I'm saying. That was just the difference. So we can talk about that later. <laughs> okay, yeah, we, we definitely can. We definitely can. We are getting to the end... Of this episode, though, I is there anything else you want to cover before we wrap it up like a Peter Parker condom? <laughs> no, I think this is awesome. Bill? Yep. No, like I said, ups and downs the whole way, but I'm still there watching. I'm still buying... I'm still there first night, every movie. And you know, goddamn well, we're all going to be there for that because this is the motherfucking comic zone and we fucking do this shit every fucking week. Go and check out thecomiczone.com. We have our full uh, line of episodes there for you to choose from. Our buddy Sean here is working on an idea for some Transformer content. And we're just yeah, yeah. doing it fucking big over here. If you are on board, get the fuck on board. Get your family on board. Call your mama. Tell her to listen to the comic <laughs> zone. Tell your grandma. <laughs> yeah, tell Record your... it on a cassette tape and mail it to her. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, this has been the Comic Zone. Thank you, Sean, for jumping on with us and talking Phase 4. No doubt. All right, and as Bill would say, say it. You say it. Keep it blackened. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>